and welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 53 of Astrology Bites. And with each episode of Astrology Bites, you get a bite-sized astrology lesson that's 15 minutes or less. It's super short and sweet. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Today we're talking about interception. And by the way, when I mention interception, I'm not talking about that Leonardo DiCaprio movie. We're talking about it in an astrological sense. So here's what you need to know about all of that. Um, let's start off by talking about astrological houses. So astrological houses and signs are 30 degrees each, but some of the houses can be big while others are much smaller. Now an interception happens when you have a house that's larger than 30 degrees and an entire sign gets sucked up into that house. So when you're viewing the astrology chart, you'll notice that one sign seems to float in the middle of a house. That sign is intercepted. Now, if a planet is in that house, in that sign, it's intercepted too. And by the way, interception always happens in pairs. So if one sign is intercepted, if you look directly across the chart to the, the other house across from it, you're going to see that the sign is intercepted too. So let's get a couple um other thoughts on this so that you understand it because it does sound a little bit complicated like a sci-fi movie <laughs> anyhow uh Llewellyn on their blog explains it like this an intercepted sign in an astrological chart occurs when a sign is totally contained in one of the houses and does not appear on the cusp of a house when a sign is intercepted the sign opposite will be intercepted as well that probably explains it really nice and clearly, even though eh, I thought I was kind of doing a good job on that, right? Uh, also, astrologer Bob Marks explains it like this. In the horoscope of a person, an intercepted sign shows a blockage. The qualities of that sign have difficulty coming out. It is like a room in your house that can only be reached by first going through another room. An interception means that your early environment did not give you the ability to deal with the things ruled by the intercepted signs. The qualities of those signs can get bottled up and repressed. And eventually, the pressure builds to the breaking point and they burst out, usually in ways that are not appropriate. I love that explanation. And by the way, if you're not familiar with Bob Marks, he wrote this book. It's a fabulous book called How to Get More Love, Money, and Success by Traveling on Your Birthday. It's a really interesting concept where you go to a particular city on the day of your birthday and the influences then of the planets are going to, you know, be for, you know, uh, your benefit, so to speak. And I actually did that one year and I had an amazing year. So I advise you to check his work out. I think it's really, really cool stuff to play around with. Anyhow, let me get back on track here. So when a sign or planet is intercepted, it can play out a few ways. Now, of course, Bob Mark says, you know, it can show a blockage. Um, and so I see oftentimes that people might have difficulty expressing the sign, even though it's there. So again, 
it can be repressed, it can be blocked, um, and it may only come out under duress. Um, or one of the ways that I've also found that it can work out is like this. It's a hidden part of you that no one sees. It's your secret nature, and in some cases, it's your secret sauce. Now, let me give you an example, because I think examples really help. So we'll use me. So I have Sagittarius on my third house cusp, and Aquarius is on my fourth. So Capricorn is intercepted in the third house. So it shares that third house vibe with Sagittarius. Now, when you meet me, the Sagittarius part really actually makes a lot of sense. You know, the third house is all about communication and thinking. And, you know, Sagittarius is really positive and optimistic. And I'm pretty jovial. And I like to express myself in, you know, kind of an optimistic, easy breezy way. I always like to say I'm kind of happy-go-lucky. But I'm also a hardcore businesswoman underneath all that free spirit stuff. And that's something that surprises people when they get to know me better. I've got weird natural business skills, even though I've never had a formal business education. And I, I like to say that I have a CEO brain, but I don't always let that on. And that is so Capricorn in the third house. So, you know, again, intellectually, I'm philosophical, but there is that one side of me that's all business. Got that? So again, now let's look at the opposite house. So the opposite house in my chart would be, of course, the ninth house. And in there, I have Cancer intercepted. I also have Venus in Cancer. So this means my Venus is intercepted in the ninth house in the sign of Cancer. So with Gemini on the cusp of the ninth house, which is the house of travel, I do take many short trips and often therefore a purpose for business or education. And to some people that may make me look like I come off like some kind of a world traveler. But that Venus intercepted shows a deep love of home. So the truth is I'm actually a homebody. Even though I do travel a lot, I prefer to be home and I actually use any excuse I can to avoid hitting the road. That's how I've seen it manifest in me. Got that? Again, it sounds a little complicated, but once you start playing around with it, you'll get the hang of it. And it really does show you things again, like some astrologers believe that are repressed or like I say, a secret side of you. Now, by the way, if you don't want to work with interceptions, you don't have to. That's easy. Don't use a house system like Placidus, which is what I use. Instead, you might want to stick to something like whole house or equal house systems. If you go with those, your problem is solved. Um, I happen to work with Placidus. So, you know, for me, I dig the interceptions and I just think it adds an extra layer of interpretation. So, you know, that's my jam, but you don't have to do what I do. You got to find what works for you with astrology. And by the way, if you do use that system, dig out your chart. Are there any interceptions in your chart? Any intercepted planets? How might these be showing up in your world? Do you repress the energy? Is it your true nature or your secret sauce? What do you think about it? It's really fun to play around and explore these things. Because, you know, ultimately with astrology, it's one of those things where it's not really set in stone. We can see how things manifest. Um, and every astrologer has a different thing they like or a different opinion. So develop yours by, again, experimenting. All right, guys, that's a mouthful. And that's all for today's episode. And hey, if you're enjoying this show, take a moment and leave a positive review on iTunes because that's the best way to help new listeners discover the show.
Thank you so much. And for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and lots more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. If you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.